Hey guys, my name's James. My name's Corwin. And welcome to this beautiful podcast, This Movie's Gay. I know I said this podcast and oh boy does it boil my little bunions. It sure does. Paul Bunyan, you, you know with a big ass babe. He's a freaking giant ox and he's blue. That's Corwin. not Paul Bunyan? Yeah, Babe the Ox. Oh, Babe the Ox. I thought you said Paul Bunyan was I did. a giant blue oh, no. ox. I said, and then I said, Babe, oh, he's shit. a Can freaking blue ox. Can you turn up my ox? headphones? I can't hear Oh, you, <laughs> you can't hear me? <laughs> what about now, Corwin? That's better. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye, Corwin. Hey, guys, I just cut Corwin's mic. It's all me all he hour. He turned me nothing. He did nothing except turn my head, headphones up a little bit. I'm guessing. Yeah, oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, nope. It's gone again. Yeah. No, it was. Ta- you have to keep talking. It was, it was there. It, uh, yeah, I was joking. Okay, now okay guys, this is what Good. I did. I cranked them you up cranked all, the up way. all the way. And then I was like, whoa. In a sense that I was like, oh, Corwin's going, it's going to be funny. Corwin's going to be like, oh, that's too loud. But no, he was like, that's perfect. Corwin, <laughs> Corwin, guys, he's a robot who can't hear. I can't hear. I sometimes have auditory processing issues. His recording devices aren't good. My recording devices are great. I'll find you in the robot war, James. No, you just said you couldn't, you needed it cranked all the way. Guys, speaking of cranked, that's what we watched. We watched Crank 2 today. We did not watch Crank 2. We watched Princess Sid from 2017. And we have so much to talk about, Corwin. First, James has a lot of notes, even though this was a good movie. It, he had yeah, a lot of is. notes. It is. I'm surprised. So, I'm proud of him. I, one, I want to come off the bat. It's not movie related, but it's a grand day because for six years, my previous relationship, the one before Nicole, was six years ago. Okay. And I've had a promise ring that I have put up on eBay and Craigslist for the past six years. And it finally <laughs> sold. Why wouldn't you just throw it away? Because I, I could get like $300 out of it. Okay. Well, was, that's a long time to go without selling that ring. I'd have given up. I, I No, I was. And then I, I cut tri- my losses. I tried going. I was like, fuck it. I'll just go to a pawn shop. It's like a three hundred and forty dollar ring. They'll be like, oh, we'll give you one hundred and twenty for it. Ten dollars. They offered me thirty four dollars. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely I not. Ten dollars. <laughs> James, here's ten dollars. I said, fuck that. But I just was on Yahoo checking my email. And all of a sudden it said you got a sale, which it happened earlier in the year. But I didn't, they immediately canceled the oh. offer. And I was like, fucking God damn it. Because for real, six years I've been putting this on Craigslist and eBay. And it finally sold. Well, congratulations. Ooh. That's a milestone. Selling a, ye- a ring after six years. Yeah, guys. I, good I job. Got, I got some good De Niro out of it. I can eat again. I'm kidding. I, I still can eat. But it's going in the savings, not touching it. Even though I'm living off from savings. Oh, geez. Yeah. Also, Corwin. So when the movie ended, we were watching it on Netflix. And an ad for the Invader Zim Zim movie came up. And you said, ooh, that movie's gay. The Rocco's Modern Life movie. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. One, it's a flawless movie. It's so funny. It's so good. And then there's a prominent trans character. Yeah. It's good. Did you watch it? I have not. Ooh, oh, I want to watch things so many times to make sure Hollywood knows what we want. Corwin's a friggin' liar, guys. I mean... It just came out, so it's totally it fine. It just came out. It's only 45 minutes, And I didn't though. know that it was a movie. Yeah, it's only 45 minutes. It's a... Okay. It's a TV special. It's, it's a, yeah, I was like, that's not really a movie. It's good, guys. Go check it out. I almost cried. Good. Because uh, the dad accepted his daughter. And then Nicole didn't cry. And I was like, oh, that's because she doesn't. Nicole doesn't believe fathers accepting their children is a real thing that happens. <laughs> oh, That's not even a joke. That's, that's, not, that's really what Nicole that's, thinks. That's just. We watched life. Into the Spider-Verse. And that scene where Miles' dad is on the other side of the room and is just like, you know, I just want you to know that regardless of what's going on, regardless of what's happening, I'm here for you. And Nicole, people are like crying and we've talked about it amongst friends and they've said, oh, man, I cried at that part. And she's like, man, that was the most unrealistic thing in that movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> Multi-dimensions. I'm on board for that. A father accepting their son. God, no. Uh, I feel like I watched something recently that had a father accepting their son, and I was I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that happened recently. I don't know. Nicole would have just shut remember. it off. I can't remember. So that's how much of an impact it had on me, I guess. But Corwin, what are we watching today? We watched Princess Sid, and I gave a rundown on the last movie, so I'm going to shoot it off to you, James. Guys. Like we're newscasters. Off to you, James, on location. Do you want to watch a movie that finally gets female sexuality right? That's a review of this movie I read before we watched it. That I just read the headline and it said, finally, a movie that gets female sexuality right. And I don't know who wrote the article. It's just something I saw. I feel like they did a really good job showcasing Sid in her sexuality as being, I'm into everything. That's, she was into everything. However, there was so much, just make all of the people she is going to smooch the same age as her. Because the the female character in here, Katie, Kate. Katie, yeah. We know they are at least 18. They're 18. Possibly 19. Because no, they, they said, said they were 18. Oh, they did? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still a little weird. Yeah, because Sid is 16 and then Katie's 18. I have no idea how old the dude was. I would think either 18 or around that age because he's hanging out with his mom's having to go to these places. And that seems more like, hey, I'm still in high school. My mom yeah, is like making me Maybe go. 16, 17 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, that was a little weird. I will agree with that. But, guys, this is a slice-of-life movie. There's nothing yep. fantastical or fantasy about it. Except people are believing in religion, and that's weird. That's a quote from the movie. A paraphrasing. So the reason I picked this movie is because it's from a local Chicago filmmaker. Yeah. And there are places in Chicago that we see in there. And there are people that I know in Chicago that are in this movie. At least one person. And so they're filming in the area in which I live. Yeah, so... James is like, where is this? I'm like, it's probably down the street from you, and James. And it is. That or happened. maybe it's not. Don't try and get an idea of where I live. <laughs> Even Unless though you he... can piece it together if you listen to all the podcasts I record. Is not that like say... the new Da Vinci Code? <laughs> like, gotta piece together where James lives yeah. by listening to all these clues in all these podcasts. Well, now you have 40 episodes of yeah, this guys. movie's game. Oh, no, it's also What the Hell Mouth and yeah. Mostly Speaking. Corwin. That's hundreds. Hundreds. Corwin, yes, this is true, but it's also a way to get people to listen to back catalog. I mean, I just have goals. If someone, by what I've said on podcasts, can DM me within four blocks of where I live, do not post it on on main (laughs) Twitter. I will send you merch for free. Oh my God. You're setting a challenge out. Yeah. Or just message James and be like, hey, yo, I want to hire you. And then James would be like, all right, that's Wait, what, what would happen, right? Why would they hire? Why would hire you to do some audio producing? No, I want people to listen to past episodes. Oh, uh, well, or hire you, give you money. Guys, listen to past episodes <laughs> of all my other podcasts. That's what uh, we need, Corwin. We need listeners. Tell your friends. Yeah, guys. But- you can tell your friends what this movie's about if James ever tells us. Okay, so this girl, it starts out with a 911 call, and uh, is this- Oh, yikes. This is almost ripping off, guys, my my notebook pages. Yikes to the, both the notebook page and the 911 call. And they're like, oh, there's bodies on the scene. The bodies hit the friggin' floor. Come to find out it's a mother and a son. It was a murder-suicide, which something that kind of same thing happened down the street from me and a house that I used to hang out all the time in. It was a huge house, too, back in the woods. The Hacker Schiller resident, I'll say, but it's no long. They they were not involved in this. They had long moved. And then uh, this uh, father-son... They got into an argument when the wife wasn't there and murder-suicided. That house might be haunted now. All right, back to the synopsis of this slice-of-life movie. And flash forward nine years? No, 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 no. Nine years, yeah. Oh, yeah, nine years, guys. I have a memory. No, no, no. no. Yeah, nine years. 
It was yeah, nine because years, she was seven. She was, no, she was eight. But then later she's 16. So I guess she's about to turn 17. It was nine years, guys. It said nine years on the flashback, yes, that's, I think. I, yes. The flash forward. I have a memory. Let's make a memory. Marty. Roy Orbison. Oh, my God. Just get on with the story. And she goes to Chicago because she's living in SoCal or SoCar, as they like to call it. Is South she? Carolina. Oh. Yeah. SoCar. So okay. care, I should say. You said SoCal. I was yeah, like, I know. she's not. I know, at man. All. She's a she's a SoCar surfer dude. And she goes to Chicago, like we said, the area in which I aunt. live in. Not gonna tell you on this episode any details of which where I live, because then they could just DM me and I'd have to send them free merch. If Corwin says anything, I will bleep I will it out on this episode. I will not be saying anything about where you live. So we're just friggin watching this movie and she then meets some people there's this person who works at a coffee shop and they have a fling together and they might be in love we don't know it faded to black that's the movie you should at least say oh she's she's with her aunt and her aunt's a famous somewhat writer well i was yes synopsis great i was ignoring that part and i was gonna say you should at least give the criteria that they can't already know where you live via being listeners and and already knowing who you are oh yeah (laughs) why would my friends want me to send them free merch free merch is free merch james they probably already have the free merch because my cds don't sell so i just give them free cds that's true Hey guys, guess what? I'm an unsuccessful rapper. 13 years going not strong. If you're listening to this and you find out where James live, he can give you stickers. Oh yeah, this movie gay stickers. This movie's gay. (laughs) This movie gay. This movie gay, guys. (laughs) This gay movie gay. This gay. (laughs) Hey Corwin, listen Uh, to this. I hate that. Why did you you do that? That was awful. Were you listening? Were you on the quarter eaters last night watching me play I was video busy games last night? Oh, so busy with what? Friends? I don't remember. Guys, Corwin was blackface, shitface drunk. Oh wait, no, Corwin was shitface drunk. You were not blackface shit. I meant to say blackout Jesus drunk. Christ, I am. Ap- I am apologizing for that. Oh my uh, god! One of those shits. Who knows if I'll edit that out. <laughs> you should. So the aunt is a famous author, like fa- famous. She's recognized in a restaurant. That's her level of fame. And her niece, who I guess she's had never had a conversation with in her life. Oh, yeah. Like it's... not a single well, goddamn conversation. She had not seen her since the funeral, which would mean. Yeah. Nine you, years. It's like a her completely whole different person. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to me just because, I mean, I have a huge family and I guess I don't talk to the, like the extended, extended aunts and uncles and all that, but I hear from my aunts and uncles like all the time. I do not. So I've, I'm on the same page. I mean, I see them probably once every other year. That's still once every other year, but like growing up before I turned 18, I saw them all the time. Actually, there, since I've moved to Chicago, there's probably a few that i haven't seen since i moved or or also like my uncle monty he's kind of always been the uh, not the outcast but he's always not lived in the same city that we've lived in so it's it's been harder to i mean i hang out with him i do have a lot of family members since i've moved to chicago where i haven't seen them much but that's just because i rarely go home you know, for finances and also time taking off of work and things. Is yeah, and difficult. also, we don't want to see you, family. Deal with it. <laughs> you want to know what's more important? Not leaving my apartment because I've honestly am developing a serious case of agoraphobia. Not serious, but... James, speaking of that, James mentioned, why don't I ever get invited to parties like that? He's talking about the street party they had i would like to rephrase this and they're cooking meat on the street and playing jumping jacks and oh no that's hopscotch playing hopscotch and all these things and james just goes why don't i ever get invited to parties like that i'm like james because i just assume you don't leave your house okay i would like to say that one i was joking because this is all families street meat 
And also don't say street or street meat. No, street meat is a sometimes a term used for sex workers. Oh, what? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I've never heard of that. I mean, at least on porn sites, it is. Jesus. Yeah, guys. Well, Um, I'm talking about like people actually cooking like burgers and hot dogs and things in the street on a grill. And if I were being serious, all I was I was saying is parties that have a lot of food in them because I'm I just really want to eat food. Are we still recording well? Because my I think I I just was I was making a beat today. So my ears are kind of shot. So it sounds like it's phasing in and out, but everything's looking good on there. So, yeah, you look yeah. loud. I look okay. All right, guys. <laughs> where were we? We were talking about that party. Yeah. Was that just where we were? Yeah. Okay, okay guys. I was just talking about James saying, why doesn't he get invited to this party when there is nothing there that I've ever heard James in the past to be like, this is what I want to go and do. Yeah, I mean, I was joking. I know why I'm not invited to parties that are predominantly parents with their children. I got that vasectomy, bro. (laughs) I was doing a thing with the quarter eaters last night, and one of them brought up that I have a vasectomy, and I've only met him once. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's... That's a thing that I you talk tell, about. You talk about it all the time. It also came up on the back in the day on podcasts. That was one of my go-tos, that embodied dysmorphia. Yeah. So there was that party. There was also the soiree that she throws I, once a month. I, twice. Twice a month. Oh, that's a... I could see once a month. Twice a month. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. Which I do have that star. Do, do you ever go to any of these nerd parties for storytelling? I feel like I've been to... I have been to one before. I've never... It's not something that I regularly go to, though. Oh. It's just... Oh, whoa. Nicole's been, texting. It was a while. A Guys, while we, ago. we got to check what Nicole's saying. She says, yes, I just got on the train. Oh, my ear... I, I hope that's not these headphones that are fucking up. James, you're fine. I just want to... Oh, wait. I might not have screwed that in all the way. I don't know. You uh, good let now? Me, let me just... Uh, you keep talking, and I'm going to turn this up. Okay, so yes, the soiree, it was a nerd party. It sounds like something that's fun to do. I would enjoy doing that, going to a nerd party and having people read. But the specific thing in that scene that I wrote down is that I know someone in that scene, and it's Jerry Dye. He's a wonderful, beautiful like writer of different things. He was part of the theater company that I interned for in, for a second in Memphis. And he just does some beautiful work. And I think he writes operas now. It's, it's beautiful. Whoa. And I was I saw him in this. And I just hung out with the person who basically introduced us this last weekend. Introduced me to Jerry. And then I just saw him on this randomly. So that was fun. Is it random if it's fate? Are you trying to say some shit they were saying in that party? But right after the party... They were cleaning up, and Sid dropped some all-time rudeness on her aunt. Oh, yeah. And her aunt, instead of, like, blowing up or anything like that, was just like, let's have a talk. And just goes on a thing about joy and life and stuff. And it's actually a really beautiful moment. But it was, I was like, oof, oof, this is Guys, I'm going to be honest. If you're not just plowing so much sex smoking the <laughs> dankest herb or uh, getting goddamn trashed every night you're not having a joyful life that's basically what sid said sid was like you might not eat as much cake if you had sex every once in a while and that was like oh and then sid was like "Ooh, that came out nastier than i thought it would sorry and then immediately there's a an issue with Sid's new uh new uh, love interest person girl Katie, which was very awkward to also witness. But it was a beautiful like slice of life movie, but showing okay. that you know crazy shit happens, y'all. And we need to talk about that because we do. Sid. So Katie had this. Her brother was her roommate, and then her brother has a friend named whatever the fuck his name is, and. He had started living there because he lost his apartment. apartment yeah. And during an altercation, he he was being very rapey. Yeah. So while Sid was at the soiree and everyone's 
reading these beautiful things. We see flashovers into Katie sitting in her room and then this other guy getting really drunk and then walking in and she being like, get out. And he just kind of stays and drinks more. And then it just cuts away for a long time. And we're like, what the fuck happened? And then it finally shows back up with Katie texting Sid help. And then Sid being immediately after Sid and Meredith. Was it Meredith? What was the aunt's name? I th- Ruth. Um, Something Ruth. Yeah. What, whatever her, her calling her aunt. And then we can just they, say the aunt. Yeah, the aunt. And then they go over to Katie's apartment and they can't ring the bell. So they walk up after Katie texts them. And we just see the guy passed out on the couch in his underwear with a broken nose, I guess. A problem. No, maybe not or broken. Not it would broken, have been bleeding like, a lot yeah, more, just, but a hit nose. A hit nose. And yeah, he's passed barely, out. Just passed out. And then we. Drunk. What's her name? Sid. Sid? Uh, of course. It's the, in the title. Oh, my God. Sid is looking at him, and he kind of, like, chokes up on his, like, like snoring. And then Sid walks up and puts her hands around his throat and starts choking him out and to, like, the with an intent. Her off. I mean, we don't know what he did. They didn't go into it at all. It was crazy. It's still crazy to just immediately jump to, but... It, it was weird because there was never any indication that Sid is someone who would do that. So it was just bonkers. I don't know. It was crazy, y'all. This was a good movie. It was. That part was real weird. But it, I mean, it also, I guess, showcases some of the casual violence in society. I, guess, I don't know. I, I'm trying to attribute meaning to what I've just seen. Hey, I guys, don't know. I don't know. But it, whatever you think, text. Text it to us. Send it to us. Yeah, at This Movie's Gay on Instagram and Twitter. So when we start getting cooking in this, Katie is living with, or I mean staying with Sid. Commit that to memory, James. After that, yeah. This is like over halfway through the movie. Yeah. They had just went to the beach for the entire day. They're about to take a shower separately. And Katie goes up behind Sid and kisses Sid on the back. Yes. And then kind of pulls away, and then Katie's like, oh, no, I did something wrong. But Sid pulled away to close the door and then does the biggest power move (laughs) I had ever seen. They both have bikinis on. Sid just takes bottoms off first. (laughs) Bottoms off first. Guys, let us know. After having a conversation with her aunt about, I think I want to have sex with Katie, and then almost having sex with the the neighbor boy. Oh, man, that's going to... That's going to make a noise. Oh, no, it'll be fine. Uh, But having sex with the neighbor boy. Yeah. I want to know, guys, if you try this out there, bottoms first on a first date. (laughs) Of course, this can't be, you know, you've been married for 10 years because that's uh, was that me or you, man? Yours is vibrating hardcore quick draw McGraw. We're Uh, all over the place today, guys. We are. This is our second recording within a week. We're. I mean, within 48 hours. Yeah. And then also, I've just, I've been, I have had a lot of anxiety lately. Oh, you got to get that CBD. I'm not telling anyone about anything. Ha ha ha. Yeah, because it would give away where I live. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The The joke is your anxiety is having to do with my address, but oh, it's okay. not. Corwin's sure. too anxious. How? Oh my. You want to know what? That's really fucked up. Like, super fucked up that someone programming a robot gives them anxiety. <laughs> what the fuck is this world uh, coming to? This is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do, I do have, we had some controversy during this, and this is a poll. I want everyone to let us know. We'll, we can use hashtag panini press. When you are grilling oh a sandwich <laughs> in a pan, not like on a press, not anything like that. Of course, a press is going to press it. But if you're grilling a sandwich of any kind on a pan on a stove or maybe a grill, we don't know what you're up to. Do you press it with the spatula or do you just let it be Beatles style? Depends on what kind of sandwich I want. There are some sandwiches you press, some sandwiches you don't press. But then, you know, you have the butter on it. Also, those looked like dry as fuck sandwiches. I don't know what they were making, but they looked hella dry. 
you you're messing up the butter configuration when you press it because then it gets on the spatula. Well, normally what I would do is actually start both sides being in the pan first to get that butter sort of crisp. And Wait, then what do I'd, you mean? So I would put both pieces of bread in the pan, butter sides down, to start them off what being toasted. What big-ass pans are you using? A normal-sized pan. I normal-sized pans, one size of bread. Oh, my God. I'm using a, a pan that obviously fits at least oh, two slices of bread. I see what we're talking. Corwin's eating sliders. Okay. Oh, my God. Little hamburgers. Well, <laughs> two pieces of bread. I toast them at the same time and then put my ingredients on, and then I would stick the other piece of bread on top. And if I want more of a crispy sandwich and less of a tall sandwich, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push it down. I'm going to press. I just eat Dagwood sandwiches, guys. I don't know what that is. But it's, also, if you're making a, smash burgers, it's in the name. What is a smash burger? A smash burger is a burger that you make that you take a piece of ground beef. You don't really put anything in it or on it. You just take a chunk of ground beef, put it in the pan, and then you smash it with the spatula. Well, yeah, that may... Smash. It's a sandwich. But that's just how you make the burger. Yeah. But that's it's just saying, hey, guys, I'm going to flatten a burger. Well, you said whenever we were watching the movie, no smashing, you specifically said someone said not to smash the meat. I'm like, oh, no, you smash I, the meat during a smash burger. No, I was just talking of if you're grilling a sandwich, not a burger. I patty. mean, if you're using a panini press, it's going to smash it. No, oh, so my God. You, I said uh, I, know I said grilling, in a pan. But if you don't have a panini press, you can smash it. They actually make things that you can use to smash burgers and and sandwiches and things with in a grill pan okay we're not ta i'm talking like you have a pan and a spatula that is it well sometimes i like my sandwiches to be smashed i have a friend who has a song that goes smash 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 the pussy uh, yikes yeah guys um listen to losi's song smash the pussy or that or that i don't know guys it's on 149 r.i.p I don't even know. Oh, Ants is in Chicago. I was like, Austin, Chicago? What the fuck did I write? Yeah. Uh, Corwin, Corwin, this is what I want to do. I want to try and find all the locations used in this film. The house. We know one of them. We found the address. It was on there. And I think that German place is one of the... Ger there are many German places where I around me, so <laughs> it doesn't narrow it down. But I think I know of two that, I, that this could be. Well... If you're excited about that, so one of the reasons that I chose this film is because it's a local Chicago-based filmmaker, Stephen Cohn, and he has a couple other movies that have their slice-of-life movies just like this. The one that he did, I haven't seen this one, I've seen the other ones, so he did one called Wise Kids that is a little weird, but it's more, it's like, you know, it has sort of themes of being gay in the South, that kind of thing, and then... Henry Gamble's birthday party sort of has being gay with religion and things like that. So this sort of, it kind of went along the same sort of path, I guess, with we had faith and religion talks in the movie, but then we also had Sid and her, um, I guess, pansexuality. I was thinking Wise Kids was going to be the movie Kids by Harmony Corinne, but they're wizards instead of just piece of shit New York kids. Can we write that movie thing? Yeah, guys, let's do it. Because because right. wizards need wisdom and Yeah. And I got it. They need intelligence and wisdom, guys. Wisdom. Depends on or charisma if you're a sorcerer. Yes. They roll All with right. charisma and for their I understand. I've played Neverwinter. Well, what's Neverwinter? Please don't explain. I don't think we have time. <laughs> so, yeah, that he has a lot of the Slice of Life movies. It's I think this one is his best one, honestly. It was really good. Yeah, guys, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And Henry Gamble's birthday party is also in Chicago, so you would also okay. just watch that Let's one. Let's watch just, it. Wait, we'll is watch it not? Eventually. It is. Okay. Yeah. All right. It falls in the parameters of what our podcast is. And guys, for the love of God... Don't bring a minor into your apartment that you share with other people. It's not good for anyone. I don't even care if it's your, like, younger sibling. Oh, I don't want them in you're there. you're talking about Katie bringing Sid into yeah. her apartment. Yeah, that, that was weird. Because it's a and shared apartment. And then they slow apartment. danced on, on the roof to be in a movie. Oh, my God. I wish I could be in a movie slow dancing with Nicole. In the background, on a roof. And giggling like... 
like a bunch of people who giggle. And acting like you're in love. But guess what? what they were. Aww. It's love at first I guess. sight. I don't know. We don't know what happened to Katie after, yeah, after the, the flash forward. When her aunt, I do want to mention that, the aunt calls Sid after Sid's back in wherever. South, South Carolina. Carolina for so a while. I guess. And the aunt's just like, I miss you. And then she tells Sid that she loves her. And then Sid just sort of like cracks up is like, Ugh. and then just, you just see her face. She's like shocked, but also like emotional. And then she just goes, I love you too. This is great. Ah, beautiful. Love that. Do you have a good relationship with your aunt? I have a lot of aunts. You'd have to be very specific. I mean, an aunt. An aunt. Yes. I, I love some of my aunts. I think I have a good one with a good relationship with one aunt. I don't have a relationship like that where they are like Sid. They didn't know, really know each other, I guess. And then they hung out and the aunt is very super duper chill, I guess. Oh, insanely. Like, insanely chill. Like, would you talk sex with your aunt? Would you no. ask your aunt, hey, uh, you fucking Absolutely lately? Not. I even have an aunt that is... Two years younger than me. Whoa. I would also not talk about sex with her. Yeah, I don't like talking. The only person I talk sex with in extremely vaguely and mostly in the past is TC on a podcast we do. TC also talks about sex in the group chat, and it's just a thing. It's fine. TC's obsessed with sex. (laughs) They'll admit it. Uh, can i say something you wanted for some reason me to save for the pod that i have yeah sure they were showing each other's feet and they were like oh i have such bad toes well look at mine and i just said i have webbed toes webbed toes two toes on both of my feet are webbed is that why you got the name marshland monster no it's not but as a kid i always thought about just like taking a razor and like cutting them Ah! and then like then i'd be like oh my my feet can (laughs) my feet are apart uh, no, but I wouldn't really do that because blood would come out, I guess. I feel like that's, I feel like those are like intrusive thoughts that you're just like, oh, no. Well, that wants to happen, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, it is. Thinking that. I also used to, I, maybe, have I talked about this? I used to always think that since I have, I've had back pain since maybe second grade. Yeah. And they've never been able to figure out what it is. I've had MRIs, CAT scans, all of this. So it gets to the point, especially when you're playing a lot of like JRPGs, that I just started thinking, man, what if I have like angel wings, but they just haven't sprouted yet? (laughs) Why they got to be angel? Because I was playing a lot of Final Fantasy VIII and Renoir, which is, I guess, how you pronounce her name, Renoir. I always said Renoa. Me too. Renoa, it's Renoa on this podcast. Yeah, thank God you said that too. I was I was expecting <laughs> you already, to be a Renoir. We've already talked about it. I think I said Tifa. I said Tifa. Tifa. It, what is the real one? Is it Tifa? I think it's Tifa. Yeah, I always said we always said Tifa. I thought it was Tiffany. I was and I from Tiffany, I'm like Tifa. Oh yeah, yeah. So and also because I grew up southern and I had an accent and Tifa is just what Ooh, came out. Core one of them guys is like Oh, yeah, all that with uh, Tiffa and Claude Strife. I'm saying that uh, they're going to go down there in the chipper. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Colonel Sanders from Kentucky. No, I'm Foghorn Leghorn. That's also Colonel Sanders from I Kentucky. think Foghorn Leghorn came before Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's C- CFK. Nope, KFC. <laughs> I forgot that that is the name of the... the... B-I-C-T-H. Wait, B-I-T-C-H. Did you just, why'd you just call me a bitch? Or were you just spelling that word? Is this a reference? It's a reference to a meme. There's a, a lady that misspells bitch, and she just goes, B-I-C-T-H. Okay. Uh, beautiful. I It was on the brain. We saw a gif of a dog who was buried in sand but like so that it was facing up with its paws in the air like it's laying on its back and then their owner just gave them a slice of pizza and they held it with their little paws and ate the entire slice 
That's cute. Yeah, and it was a puppy, too. It was adorable. Why didn't you put it in the group chat? I don't know, because you guys are just talking about jars going in anuses lately. I was not involved with that conversation for the most part. For the most part. (laughs) No, this last one I got tagged, and I, I did answer the tag because... You know, you got to. I got to. It just Otherwise, seem like you're being a little catty bitch. Yeah, and and that that's how my anxiety manifests. So I'm just like, all right, I will respond to this appropriately. So I just threw a gif in there, the, and you spell that K T A I B I C T H, catty bitch. Great. I purposefully spelled all I, of that incorrectly. I didn't know where you were going with that, but I'm glad I you was went. referencing the meme. You went on a journey. I love that journey for you. If no, if anyone understands that reference, please at me. Thank okay, you. Corwin, you, uh, I said this. Don't thank someone for them giving you a Lacroix. There's no <laughs> reason to thank someone for that. <laughs> that if was anything, another thing that I said. Write it down, James. <laughs> it's just, it's it's on point of like, hey, uh, I'm giving you. It, Actually, less than the bare minimum. I would rather just have a cup of water. I want you to suffer. Yes, that's... It's like, hey, I want you to have something to drink, but I want it to be an inconvenience to you. It's insane that people have a palate for LaCroix. Uh, I've had people offer me LaCroix and usually I vehemently say no. You know, uh, what were they called? Those little, so if someone gave me a LaCroix and you know, those little like squirt bottles that like it boosts flavor in. Yeah. Like the Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. How pissed would someone be if I just like poured out the LaCroix, then squirted some of that in there? Why would you pour the LaCroix out? If you squirted some of it in there, then you'd have a grape soda. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I pour the LaCroix into a cup. Oh, okay. And then because I can't just because then I'd have to drink some of the LaCroix to get it down a little in order to put some of the they have a specific name for like the name yep. brand. Yeah, that's what it, what it is. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't need to drink it anymore because a can of LaCroix is very small and you would only need like three drops of Mio. Well, if no, not, but if I, less. I need to swish it around. The carbonation does it for you. Oh, guys. And wh- I say this because I have taken LaCroix and I have squirted Mio. We in should them. try this and I've see literally if it makes done it that. good. Wait, you have done this? Yes. It, is, it, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> what makes LaCroix <laughs> taste so weird? And it's weird because I, I have drank bubbly, which is coca-cola's lacroix i guess but bubbly is good it's the same thing it's carbonated water with like fruit flavoring but no sugar whatsoever yeah no sugar it's so in but that one i'm like yes i would drink this particularly like the lime one or something like that but a lacroix i'm like nah get that shit away from me it's bizarre that because especially working at burger king you you have to like check the the just club soda yeah and it's so weird that, hey, water tastes good. Carbonation, don't know how it tastes, but it tastes like shit when it's in water and there's nothing else. How uh, How is pop tasting good if it starts out? Because it has a ton of sugar in it. Guys, you got to get some sugar. I love a Diet Cola, but LaCroix, no thank you. <laughs> I should try that, though. There's... I'm going to be in in a cabin for a while, so I'll, I'll do live that cab life LaCroix with some Mio. I'll get the Kool-Aid kind, though. Yeah, they've got a bunch of them now. But yeah, I I like the other LaCroix-esque things. LaCroix itself, though, it hurts you. It Like, it, it's not salty tasting, but it, it's that's the closest thing I can think of. It or, sounds like someone was angry with the world, and then they gave the world LaCroix, is you, what I think. And what I, what I think of is, you know when you're in a walk-in freezer... And you see the the cooling unit. If you were to lick that cooling unit, that's what I think LaCroix would taste like. I think that would taste better. Ooh. <laughs> and also a clean one. I'm not saying LaCroix tastes like dirty metal. No, it's, it's a clean one. It's, it's defrosted. There's no it frost just, on it. Your first sip of it, it just immediately like bubbles all in your mouth and just it feel it's just it's just there and it's invasive and 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 yeah i hate it it's also something that i always think oh it tastes like pomegranate i love pomegranate i don't know if that is a flavor but the flavors always seem like oh this is going to taste amazing of course it will and it doesn't the only one that i can that i can do is the like usually the citrus ones if i shake it up a bit 
Like, <laughs> I gotta get rid of some of the bubbles. Wait. The carbonation has to oh, go. Oh, you need it immediately to just burst right out of there? Well, Wonder, I does... mean, I, I've, I've done it where I've, like, poured it in a glass and stirred it. I'm just like, yeah, this... I just need the carbonation to die down a little bit. Oh, it's... <sighs> if you shake it and then put it in the fridge and then open it, like, two or three okay. hours later... Is the taste of carbonation still, is there remnants even if it's flat? Because that's, I don't, I guess I just don't understand carbonation. Carbonation is just, it's literally where you take carbon dioxide and is it, am I saying this right? I might be completely wrong. If yeah, I'm completely yeah. wrong, just It's just, carbon just monoxide, I think. I'm kidding. I know it for sure. <laughs> it's not carbon monoxide. I think it's carbon dioxide. So what it does, it just pumps it into the water. Um, that's, that's all. So, you know, those soda stream machines and yeah. like those things, like you can get just straight up I, like, carbonated I mean, I, I water. Get it, so it's just like pumping that into it. I, I mean, I know the process of doing it, but it's crazy that you can, <laughs> you can crack open a cola, wait it's not 10 flavoring minutes. It. Yeah, well, it has to be because LaCroix tastes so bad. LaCroix is getting its flavor from fruit flavors. I have tasted fruit. There is no LaCroix <laughs> tasting fruit. <laughs> No, it's like carbon dioxide. Car it's carbonated water with a little tiny droplet of that flavor. But then, okay, it it just also amazes me that you can crack a cola and then ten minutes later it's still bubbling. How is it? How is there still? How is carbonation being held in liquid? It's crazy. I can't answer that for you because I don't know the science behind please, it. Please, if you are a scientist, I don't care if you are listening to this in three years, please let us know how I'm carbonation sure you can works. I'm easily Google this, James. I know I could. Well, I'm, where are we I'm at? pretty sure oh. it's, I feel like it's the same process as like saturating water with like sugar or something like that. Corwin, just, I, I, know. I would like to say this LaCroix section is gold. We <laughs> This is good. We've talked about LaCroix for a solid, I don't know, 15 minutes, maybe. maybe it's been a while. Maybe it's, it's been a while. They also, you see those little libraries around Chicago. Oh, yeah. And they had that in the movie. That's cute. I love, I love those things. You can settle a debate. Okay. What's the debate? Okay. Uh, fudge. What was it? I'm, I'm ah. going. No, 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 no. I, I just, I needed to know. Let's say the name of a book is Hey Fuckface. Let's just say that's the name of it. Okay. Would you put that book into one of those little libraries? Hey Fuckface? Yeah. I mean, I would probably keep that book forever. Okay, you don't like it. It's a bad book. Why would I put one of the bad books in the little library? Uh, that's regard. I'm just based on title. Based on... I don't... I don't know if you would do that just because it is a public little thing and children like those. So maybe you would or w just you would or wouldn't put it in one of those little things that children could be fishing stuff out of. I mean, if children fish it out, they're going to then obviously if they're fishing it out, they know how to read and all that. And they're like, oh, it's a dirty word. <laughs> so I don't think it would really matter. Oh, dang it. Nicole was waiting, I think, on the other side of this <laughs> because this was a conversation we had. And if you had said, no, don't put that in there, she would have came into this mic and said, no, 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 no. Let me explain. And then would have taken the mic away and then said, James, I'm cutting the mic from you and implanting it on me. All right. There was also just a casual masturbation scene in this. So that was... That it was wasn't a, a scene, though. A little snippet. It was so short that it's like, why was it there? But it's to let you know that uh, women get horny, too, guys. I also loved, so at the soiree, uh, I loved, before the soiree, the aunt cooking with her friend and the guy that's, like, interested in her. I love cooking with people, so seeing scenes in movies like that, especially slice of life movies, I'm like, oh, it's cute. I love it. Because I love doing that, and that's literally what i did last weekend so great beautiful i, I love cooking with food <laughs> and then in that scene we had a couple other wonderful things we had a lesbian mom being like are you asking if we like dick <laughs> to sid because yeah. sid was just kind of asking her out like so you liked it and she didn't like it and then she's like are you asking if we like dick and everyone started laughing. Beautiful. And some people were saying, hey, I love dick too. And then that's when Sid said, when they asked Sid what she's into, she goes, everything. So, I'm into all beautiful. of it. 
And then we also had, was it Anthony? Was that his name? The one that the, was interested in the aunt? We had Anthony, his, we had his mom there at the soiree and talking to her son and, and the aunt. His mom was just like, oh yeah, I took him on all his dates. Hey, can I take you guys anywhere? <laughs> and I'm like, that's wing mom over there. She's trying to get her son a date. Yeah, maybe the last wife she didn't approve of. Maybe. And then the aunt at the end of the thing said the cream cheese things. You want to take them home? And I just want to know what the cream cheese things were. I love cream cheese. Tell they, me what it was. They might have been like pinwheels. Do pinwheels I have love pinwheels? They have cream cheese in them, right? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, guys, eat a pinwheel. Pinwheels are great. Corwin, you can you can shut down this premise immediately if you would like. So Sid came to the party dressed in a tux. I said Sid looked like a magician, but then I'm like, no, Sid looks like a ventriloquist. And then I started thinking, how come ventriloquists don't use voice modulators? So like, especially with technology, how it is these days, you could set up pedals, you know, like to have echoes or, you know, things like, uh, like to make your voice turned down low, turned up high. And you could switch that to like a cough button. So you, as you're pressing it, as you're talking as the puppet, or ventriloquist dummy, I apologize to the professionals. All of a sudden, it's it sounding like, <laughs> I will put voice modulation on there. And then you take your hand off when you're not wanting to talk like, <laughs> and now I'm talking normal. Hey guys, I'm a demon. And now I'm not a demon. I'm going to end this bit because I don't want to keep putting on this voice modulation. I hated that. Thank you. Corwin wasn't even paying attention. You want to know what he was doing? He was giving me two middle fingers while he was pissing on my jeans. Your jeans deserved it. Well, so. Corwin just yes anded shit, guys. <laughs> he got an upgrade. <laughs> so I was also just trying to read my notes, and I don't know what I wrote for most of them. Because I can't read my own handwriting sometimes. That's fun. Especially just writing down in the moment and trying to pay attention to a movie that I haven't seen before. But the... So Sid went after, you know, their heart-to-heart conversation about different pleasures and joys in life and stuff. Sid went to the aunt's little talk at the end of the week and asked a question at the end and asked because the aunt was like, I can't even tell you how much I enjoy doing things like the soiree and and reading and, you know, spending a few hours reading Faulkner or all these things, beautiful things. And then she's like, but I mean, we're just in different places. You, I cannot describe to you how much joy I get from this stuff. So Sid, later after realizing what the aunt means, asked at the end of her little lecture thing what her greatest joy in life was, greatest pleasure in life was. And the aunt goes, cake. And I love that. Hey, guys, I go to cake. It's the sh- the Chicago <laughs> Alternative <laughs> Comics Expo. It's good. That's not cake. Anyway. I mean, it is cake. I just cake. love food. I love food. Corwin, you got one more note. I have no notes, actually. Nice. I think I'm... I, oh, uh, Katie going, I get off in 10 minutes if you want to go on for a walk or something. That was weird. Like, didn't they just meet? Yeah, and then they they hugged and said, like, oh, it's nice to see you again. It's been 10 minutes. And then Sid also really put her aunt on the spot about religion. Like, just Sid put her aunt on the spot about a lot of things. Just, like, straight up, like, what? She was a teenager. That was great. Beautiful. I love the writing in this. It it just, it felt great. And then she did say, you really think we're going to see my mom again? You really think that? I was like, oh, damn. Hey guys, I'm Corwin. I don't have any notes. Here are three more. Here are three more. I got one more. So they're on the rooftop, Katie and Sid. Sid asks, so what What are you doing? Like, is this coffee shop the thing you want to do forever? And then Katie goes, oh, I'm just figuring things out. I don't and know what then, the fuck I want to do. Oh no. And then Sid says, well, what do you want to do? And then it's like, what? Well, Dude, I'm figuring things out. I don't know what I want to do. I just told you. And she literally said, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Guys, watch this movie. It's real good. It's real good, y'all. Ignore our... No, listen to our rant about LaCroix. Yeah, it was gold. It was not like LaCroix. Oh, corn, stop like getting down here. Okay, please don't do that. 
<laughs> Did I find a noise James doesn't enjoy? No, it's just when you do, when uh, when people do things that are out of character, I think it's weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah, hey, So Corwin. this movie was great. And yeah. the plugs that I have, uh would I recommend this movie? I would. I Me would too. absolutely recommend it. Great. Love that. Uh the plugs I have, Jesus Christ. I Superstar we're gonna have that showing in chicago and i'm maybe gonna see it i don't know i love the john legend version the concert it was good i don't enjoy andrew lloyd webber oh, okay anyway except love never are... dies love never dies i why wish you had you... seen it god i wish you, you had seen see that sequel it's so bonkers it's crazy. crazy it's just it's a beautiful spectacle if you love but everything if you love else crazy go go watch cats just go watch oh cats. no cats is a fever dream so, my plugs, my theater company that I'm in, Sawbox Theater Collective, follow them on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Come see our shows in the future. We'll have more. I promise. We'll have more. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that, at CoreWinning. It's my name with I-N-G at the end. And then follow us on the podcast, Twitter and Instagram, at This Movie's Gay. Those are my plugs. Hey guys, listen to my other podcasts. Every Monday, you already listened to it. This movie's gay. What the hell, Mouth? That's every single Tuesday with TC and Anissa. We're kind of talking about Buffy, but you better believe before the recording, we're watching it. Every single Wednesday, we got Hit It and Crit It. It's an evil D&D campaign where we are taking over the world instead of trying to save it. And every single Thursday, you've heard her on the podcast before as one guest and then short outbursts of rage sometimes. My betrothed, Nicole, every single Thursday, mostly speaking Sentai, which Corwin's been on a couple times. Please listen to those episodes. They're very fun. I'm a fun person. Yeah, you can find information about those podcasts or just search them right here, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go to MLMPod.com. Also listen to my rap music, which you can download all of my seven or so CDs for free on MLMPod.com. Links in the description. I've been James. I just want to point out that James didn't uh, deny that I said I was a person. Ha ha! Not a robot this time. I've been Corwin. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. God. I was crying. Never do that again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>this has been a marshland media production produced by james mccullum for more content please visit mlmpod.com to support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today